The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, I've been reading a story in the Irish Independent about a five-year-old girl, Rachel McGovern, who went in for a routine eye exam last October. And I'd say the last thing on her mother, Geraldine's mind, was a possible cancer diagnosis. But what stemmed from that routine screening was a diagnosis of a rare form of eye cancer, retinoblastoma. And Geraldine, the mother of Rachel, is on the line. Geraldine, good morning. Good morning, Pat, and thank you very much for asking me on to the show. Well, it's appropriate at this time of year because we're coming up to Daffodil Day, which is tomorrow. Uh, So it's it's a timely reminder uh, that, uh, you know, you have to watch out for for cancer, even in the most unexpected places. So tell me about that, uh, that eye screening and what your reaction was when you were told. So on the 12th of October, just last year, Pat, um, I took Rachel for her eye checkup and it was only when the drops went or dilated into her pupil that they discovered the retinoblastoma. Um, retinoblastoma is very rare cancer and Rachel had no signs of it. Normally they have like a white reflection on their pupil or they can have a squint. Rachel didn't have any of those problems. So it was only when the drops went into our eyes that they seen it. Um, uh, I was told that there was something there. They got down a doctor because the appointment took place in the outpatients department in my local hospital, Sligo University Hospital. So when the doctor came in and she had a look at Rachel's eye and she just turned to me and she said, Geraldine, is anybody with you? And I just remember saying to her, just tell me. So she told me um, that they had found something. So we went upstairs and they did a test just to check the pressure on Rachel's eyes. And um, she told me that there was something there and we would have to go to Temple Street the next day. So um, I remember asking her three questions and I don't know where I came up with the questions, but I did ask her, could this be cancer? And she replied, yes. I says, could this have spread to Rachel's brain? She said yes, and I said, could Rachel lose her eye? And she said yes. She says, I'm very concerned at what I see, and we need to get you to Temple Street. Well, uh, a couple of things spring to mind straight away. This is a rare uh, cancer, as I've mentioned, and yet Mm -hmm. it was spotted. That's that's very good, number one. Number two, you had a a consultant doctor who looked at this and gave you you know, the, the the bare facts, the bald facts, didn't yes. so, sugarcoat it. No, she didn't, yeah. And, yeah, so and I knew it straight away from that moment that it was cancer. Yeah, okay. I was never in any doubt. Yeah, I just had that gut feeling as a parent that, no, this it wasn't good. So, so then what? So I had to come home. I had to tell my husband that Rachel had cancer. Um, face our other two kids, Roisin and Kevin, try and keep a brave face on, didn't say too much at what, what was going on, um, had to pack a suitcase for me and Rachel to go to Dublin the next day. Um, I, I do remember the moment walking back into our home and it just, I can remember that second really clearly, it just felt like our home had been shattered. It wasn't the house that I had left only a couple of short hours beforehand. And I started to pack up for going to Temple Street and myself and Noel, my husband, we couldn't even look at each other. We couldn't look at Rachel. Our family pictures were on the walls. We couldn't look at them. We just were in such, it was just like being hit by a bus because there had been no build up. There was no GP visits. There was no biopsies, scans, tests. It was just basically 
bang, your daughter has yeah. cancer. Yeah. Now, what was the treatment recommended and where did you have to go for that treatment? So we went to Temple Street and Rachel underwent um, brain and eye MRI scans and thankfully her cancer was contained. The next bombshell that came was that we would have to go to Birmingham for treatment. As I said, it's very rare in Ireland. I think it's eight to ten children a year are diagnosed in Ireland. So I knew that there was going to be a lot of trips involved to Birmingham. Um, so we made the decision that I would travel with Rachel and Noel would stay at home and mind our other two children, you know, because you have to keep normal yeah. a normal life for them too. They have to be um, penciled into it. So a few days later, uh, Rachel and I were going to Birmingham where we were assessed and they agreed to take Rachel on and that they would carry out, it's called IAC chemo, it's intral arteral chemotherapy, it's where the chemotherapy goes directly to the eye. Rachel was under a general anaesthetic, they go into the groin and they, they thread up to the eye and the chemotherapy goes directly to the eye. Yeah. And so Rachel it's not had, systemic in her whole body? It's not it's systemic in her whole body, yes. Yeah, yeah so, so it's bang in straight to the, the, the problem. Where it needs to go, her body wasn't affected, she wasn't sick before her diagnosis, while she was having her treatment and she's, after her treatment she wasn't sick. So once I heard that, they told me that in Temple Street, Dr. Claire Harn had told me that um, she wouldn't be sick, it's not the same as systemic chemo. I was like, that's it, like we're going, we're on the plane, that's it. Yeah, this is the route yeah. we're going to go down. Now, some children, if they have the genetic form, they can have it in both eyes and they most likely will need systemic chemo. But uh, Rachel doesn't have the genetic form of the cancer, so she was able to have the this IAC chemo. Now, how often is a trip to Birmingham necessary and is the treatment still ongoing? So we... We, I, as I was told, there was going to be a lot of trips. So we went out um, to be assessed. We went back out for the treatment. I had to go back out two weeks after that for them to examine her eye again. So there was a lot of trips. I think I've been out about 10 times already to Birmingham. Um, I'm actually going on Sunday now. So all of her chemotherapy treatment is finished. She had a really good response to that IAC chemo. And then she had injections at Christmas, which were spaced a week apart. So we were traveling once a week around Christmas. Um, she had a really good response. She was the talk of the hospital in Birmingham for all the right reasons. Her tumour shrank up over 80% after just one IAC. So they only had to do two chemotherapies and they cancelled her third one because she had such a good response. They moved on to the injections then at Christmas. We're finished all them now. Her tumour is now gone, but um, she's having ongoing laser therapy. So it's a, ter a treatment that they use once the tumour is gone. It's just to be sure, to be sure. sure. So that's ongoing once a month and will be for the next maybe three or four month more months. So actually flying on Sunday with Rachel. So we just fly over for 24 hours. She goes under general anaesthetic, she has a laser, she wakes up, she, she drinks and we head back to the airport. All right. An expensive business. So how did you manage? So once I found out that I had to go to Birmingham, um, I had heard about the Gavin Glenn Foundation and I contacted John Glenn. So that's where they stepped in and helped with the flights and the booking and the organisation of going. Um, a lot of paperwork to be sorted out when you go abroad with your child as well and you're dealing with the shock of the diagnosis. So it was fantastic to have the Gavin Glenn Foundation there to support me. 
So I decided then that a couple of weeks after interagency treatment that I wanted to give back something to the foundation. It, you know, like everything in life, we don't know about these foundations and charities. It's like the Irish Cancer Society. We don't know about any of these services until it comes knocking on our door. So we set up a fundraiser and I donate a page for the Gavin Glenn Foundation. And I suppose what happened next, next we never imagined would. And Pat, our whole community, our family, friends, our work colleagues, everybody came behind us with the fundraiser. They took on their own fundraisers. We had charity football matches, swims, we had auctions. At Rachel's school, they done a non-uniform day. Everybody came up with ideas and they set up their own fundraisers. And to date, we have raised 85,000 for the My Gavin Glenn Foundation. That yeah. is absolutely and, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose about Rachel, finally, how is her vision in uh, both eyes? I mean, is one eye 2020 anyway? Uh, and how yeah. is the eye that had the cancer? So the eye that had the cancer, Rachel, is um, we're patching that eye at the moment. Thankfully, she has vision, and the vision remained in that eye. We didn't; she didn't lose her vision. So we're very lucky with that. She may regain more vision in the eye where the tumor was. She may not, but thankfully, her other eye is fine. So if she does gain back more vision, that will be great. Yeah, and how, you know, did she get through this ordeal? I mean, you had to tell her what was going on. I don't know how much you tell a five-year-old. How was yeah. she through the whole ordeal? So Rachel is six now and um, since her diagnosis. So I suppose she has a sick eye. That's all she really knows. Um, even say like yesterday, the article within The Independent, Rachel was just so delighted that her rabbit is now famous and it's in the paper. So that will show the innocence of a child. You know, it's just... You know, the innocence is there. Yeah. She doesn't know what cancer is. And thankfully, she doesn't. So I suppose myself and Noel, we take we take the worry of it. But, um, you know, she's doing fantastically well. And as you said, like tomorrow is Daffodil Day. You know, it's a day that we take back control of the cancer. We, we give people hope. We, we raise awareness around cancer, particularly childhood cancer. And also that it's a vital day for funds to be yeah. raised for the Irish Cancer Society. Yeah. So we would have also looked, we would have also, um, you know, in the days after Rachel was diagnosed, I contacted the support line for the Irish Cancer Society. And they were fantastic support to me, someone to talk to, they knew what I was going yeah. through. And that number, the free phone number, 1-800-200-700, easy one to remember, 1-800-200-700. That's the Irish Cancer Society's support line. And if you want to help out on Daffodil Day, very simple to donate, cancer.ie forward slash daffodil day. Geraldine, thank you very much for sharing your story with us and uh, we send our best wishes to your family, but particularly, of course, to Rachel. Thanks very yeah. much for joining us. Thank you very much, Pat, for having me on the show. All the best. Bye-bye. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.